welcome back to Cork Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Network here on YouTube, presented by Jockmark, the very best new daily fantasy app anywhere where Wall Street meets Main Street meets 161st Street. Download the app for free. They're going to match you the first 100 bucks. If it's free, it's for me. And that's more than enough money to get paid. Use the promo code MMN Mayo Media Net. Make sure you like the channel, subscribe. You can even check out the audio-only version of the Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets podcast. If you want a little bit more of me on the commute, we're always going to be focusing on those three pillars of profit. Daily fantasy and betting every single day and if you know i'm very involved in all of them follow me on twitter mlb moving averages at mlb moving a vg we're going to backfill all the rest of the information we're coming at you early in the day and a lot of these things move right it's a very static market baseball lineups and pitching swaps and stuff like that so just stick to mayo media net you stick with me on twitter and we're going to get you ready the jock market download the app we're going to start right there in the daily game we have done excellent so far this year it's been really really great and i think we've had a lot of success because we've kind of simplified it i've tried to make the analysis very concise if you're unfamiliar with jock market it's really like eight greater than signs better than dfs because the market determines the price and not the company so if the entire world is on these free squares there's no such thing as free squares and if you want the chalk guess what you're gonna pay for the chalk because it's dollar to dollar which is really really fantastic the top player every night returns $25 per share we're gonna highlight some players today that are gonna be going off at $4 or less and it gives you that ability to float an entire lineup one or two really good hits could put you in the black for the night how many times have you had one or two really good hits in a DFS lineup and went home with empty pockets that's always the name of the game there jock market super sharp and we're gonna get paid as always kind of like the thing that we do all right we got a couple of split matchups here i do run the model every single day i have a stack tool at mlb ma first one on the list it's the right handed hitters on the Padres going up against Nick Lodolo who listen I do think he's going to be very good in the future but a lot of times we're throwing these rookies into the fire we sort of struggle with the long ball had some location issues and Manny Machado is heating up I gotta like Manny tonight who I want to also put some numbers on this Manny Machado is kind of a chalk player I generally draw my limit let's say seven dollars and fifty cents because I want to give him the ability you know to three times that money to double to three times that money i don't want to go up to 10 or 12 dollars where some people in jock market will where you have to finish as the top player in a hundred player field just to double up so i like to keep it you know to seven where if again if he hits the 25 i could do a little bit better than triple and guy like voight will probably be like five we maybe want to draw and it may be 550 so you want to be thinking of these players in tiers even in terms of like a fantasy draft board right machado's up in the top five rounds those players go up to 750 now Voigt yeah he went later on but if he was you know in the starting line from the beginning he probably would have been in that other clump of starters so you could probably make him like a five dollar player and then I have Jorge Alfaro circle guys with lesser names they don't always get picked up in jock market you get a guy like him for three bucks a share if he hits a couple bombs or couple doubles and steals a bag he can end up in the top third and be a huge return by percentage and really that's the difference maker in jock market again how many times you know you can have eight of nine hitters in dfs do well and one or two zero sinks the entire ship not in jock market that's why i love it i, I turn personally the 20 dollars free promo into like 3500 i think i'm gonna be down to 3250 right now of course natural ebbs and flows but i wear all of it 
the L's right on my sleeve, man. I'm totally transparent. Next stack we're looking at, the Pittsburgh Pirate Righties. I know, I know, I know, but I love it. I love when the public is slow to jump on bad teams, doing good things, facing Eric Lauer. We're looking at Reynolds. Got to love him today. Cabrian Hayes. And then Michael Chavis. So Reynolds is probably a $5.50 player. Cabrian Hayes is probably a $4.50 player. Chavis is probably a $3.50 player. But now they all have the ability to return that top score the less you pay the wider the range is that can return a profit and it's it's just so intuitive to me it's a free market opposed to a a fixed market man i'm all about jock market we have the guardians up against dallas keigel not buying that j ram i doubt we'll be able to get to him he'll probably be over the max framil reyes however could be in that sub six dollar range want to get with him owen miller as well is really a min player so this is please time and a place for all these guys and it's up to you how much you want to lever if you get the hundred dollars free from jock market when you download the app with the mmn promo code hundred dollars is more than enough i'm giving you the real prices right here you could get the free hundred bucks try and stick to a couple of the three dollar players today you might double up and now you're well on your way that's how i did it think about how many times you have to grind 20 bucks to get over 3k and we do it every single day here on the mayo media net so jane ram fran mill owen miller on the guardians then there's a game in cores get your pen and pad out for some detailed analysis the most granular analysis anywhere Playing everybody in cores is a good idea. Okay, I have not been a fan of Aaron Nola. I've been very vocal about his location issues, particularly with the knuckle curve. We've seen that materialize again this year. Give me everybody on the Rockies, but in particular, we're looking at CJ Cron, Ryan Mack, who just hit a home run. I believe home runs come in bunches, and my cheapo is Sam Hilliard. Although, if you're especially on the desktop app for Jock Market, you could just type in the team name into the search bar everyone will come up add those players into the favorite list which is what you should be doing regardless of platform or provider is taking all the names i gave you put them on the favorite list so when we get down hot and heavy near the closing bell you're able to kind of easily be organized always at the center of risk ventures being very organized trying to be proactive opposed to being reactive and swept up in the market other side of that i mean listen the entire world is going to be eating chalk handfuls of chalk there's be donkeys walking around with mouthfuls of chalk everywhere to play the phillies against chad cool in that same game so it's harper it's schwarber it's dd it's anybody with a pulse really so all right next thing up so that's daily dfs jock market the recap we got san diego righties pirate righties guardian righties and everybody in cores versus the phillies all right next pillar of profit here fantasy baseball which you know near and dear to my heart which my, myself I, you're on this journey with me i was always a very good home league player i've now tried to step my game up into the higher stakes arena i'm in a couple of main event qualifiers on my own seeing if i can kind of run with the big dogs and a good way to do it is to understand what's happening at the most granular level with lineups and that's what we're going to do the way no one else can do it the big dude micro machine style we're going to do all 30 teams we're going to look at the trends we're going to look at what to expect and i learned a lot going through this and i think you'll do the same so get ready lightning fast here it comes i just got to try and get this graphic up i've struggled with it in the past but you know i'm always trying to get a little bit better with the production with the production quality here so let's see if i get this bad boy um going here 
and there we are. So we're going to start the American League in alphabetical order. You got the Orioles, so it's pretty much business as usual. Everyone playing every day, but you do want to look at Rui Dorm is only playing against righties. When you're seeing him play five times in the last eight days, it's only against righties. He is a pure platoon player. Jorge Mateo playing every single day. You got to circle him. You have to add him if he's not been added already. You can tell how this is going to be. I'm absolutely loving this exercise already. Let's head over to Boston. A lot of the same, which is really what you'd expect. Bobby Dalback playing every day. Jackie Bradley's been pretty much been playing every single day. Pretty much what you'd expect. Christian Arroyo just getting some run in the rotation. He played short. He played right. But it's only against lefties. So keep an eye. The Boston has their eye on some lefty splits. Let's head over to the Pale Hose. That's the White Sox on the south side of Shire. Town, pretty much business as usual. Gavin Sheets playing against righties only. Lurie Garcia getting in at second, pretty much against righties only. He does have a start against lefties, but remember, Anderson was out. So Lurie Garcia on the heavy end of the second base split there. Andrew Vaughn is really getting mixed in, and he's not just playing against righties anymore. They did get him two starts this week against lefties. They did not want to deal him in the trade, so you can keep an eye on those guys. Let's head over to Cleveland. Really solid lineup there. The big thing here is Andres Jimenez. Now, is pretty much a strong side platoon player only playing against righties. Oscar Mercado playing every single day. I'm two years early on Mercado. I really hope he's good. I was a huge fan for a long time. Let's head over to Detroit. Everyone's playing every day. Austin Meadows, though, appears he's playing every single day, but he hasn't started against a lefty. Just something to keep an eye on. You can be part of a strong side platoon and be totally Fantasy viable. Miguel Cabrera DHing every day. Lefties included. Akil Badu playing every day. They even got him some run against lefties. You know, they're trying to force him. Torkelson every single day. So Detroit really trying to find that groove. Eric Haas has just been mixed in time to time. Left field and center here and there. Let's get to Houston Astros. I've got a giddy up, but you know, we love it here at Cork Stats. 115 off the crack, off the bat. Astros pretty much running out the same guys every single day. We've seen Nico Goodrum just kind of revolve in. Chaz McCormick playing every day but he has missed, let's say, half the games against lefties. So just keep an eye on that. Pena playing every day. Big up to my guy, Zach Waxman, the Draft Champion Network, man. He was all over Pena all offseason. I jumped on the board on board with that. Later on, it has been a windfall profit. Kansas City has probably the shortest depth here. Look at that board. Everyone playing every single day. Hunter Dozier included. Over to Halos. Thank you, Kansas City. Making it nice and easy for us. Over to LA, a bit more of a mishmash here. Walsh has been sitting against lefty, something I was afraid of. Now again, with his power potential, he could be fine. He could also pinch hit in those games where he doesn't start, but he looks like a platoon player right now. They had mentioned Tyler Wade playing every day when he came back. He's playing again, so I think you got to look at that. I was worried about Adele. Adele has played, and it's against lefties and righties. So, you know, he has, what's that, six... Seven games in the last 10 against lefties and righties. So I think Adele is safe for now. Marsh has missed the last two games against lefties. That might be your platoon answer twins up next. Pretty much business as usual there. Gary Sanchez rotating in and out. 
catcher and DH with Ryan Jeffers. Pretty much what you'd expect. Over to my Yankees. They're pretty much rolling out the same guys every single day because they really have this just kind of overarching rotation going on, right? You see a day missed a week from everybody. So everybody's getting a day off in New York, which kind of, they really have all been viable thus far. Let's get over to Oakland. Um, Jed Lowry was not playing against righties. Now he started a game against righties. They even DH'd him two days in the last five games. I thought he'd end up on the bench, but you got to take a look at him. That was McKinney's spot before. Seth Brown was playing every day, and now he's sat two of the last three games against lefties, something to keep an eye on. I thought maybe Brown was going to work his way into an everyday role. Speaking of everyday roles, Kevin Smith still holding on to his, so he's not a drop yet for me. Same for Christian Pache to the Mariners we go. Pretty much what you see every single day, big thing here, is Toro. He's just not playing enough for me. He's getting mixed in against righties, DHing in third base. That one's been pretty tough, but the way the rookies are playing, there might be a line of spot opening sooner than later. Let's go to Tampa Bay, to Flatfish of Florida. A little bit less rotations than maybe people expected. My boy G-Man Choi is the guy you want to look at. He's in the heavy side of that platoon. He was going so late in drafts. He's always cheap in jock market, always cheap in DFS, he crushes right-handed pitching, man. Love G-Man Choi. Definitely got to look at in those kind of bi-weekly lineup settings over to Texas. Same thing pretty much every day. The one major platoon here is Brad Miller. You got to start him against righties. He's really effective against right-handed hitters. So if you see the Rangers going up against three or four righties in a row, Miller certainly is the kind of guy that could be a rotational fantasy bench guy. Next up, I got... Um, Toronto, and we, of course, uh, have a like a buffering bar going on. I guess these things kind of happen with live TV. It's just putting a bit of a a bit of a damper uh, on my thing here, people. Uh, sorry about that. So I think in the, in the meantime, while waiting for this thing, which I I can't believe. There we go. I'm sorry about that, everybody. Well, hopefully I didn't kill you too much with the uh, 30 seconds of me (laughs) stammering like a bozo. But hey, man, you know, such is life. The show must go on. This is actually, truth be told, this is the second time I'm doing this because I couldn't figure out this graphic. I had some issues with it. All right, let's get up into Toronto. What you see is what you get. Ramiel Tapia now getting into the lineup every single day, particularly against righties because of the injuries they've had there but the Blue Jays pretty much same lineup every single day hopping over to the National League let's get into Arizona Dalton Varsha is playing every day I know people did wonder there and it's in center field he's played center field the last what's that nine of ten games what a fine that was for fantasy players to get an everyday center fielder at the catcher's bottom I'm sorry he actually caught on Sunday my mistake Diamondbacks being pretty solid. You're seeing Beer rotated. He's been the platoon bat so far. He hasn't really hit against lefties, but he's another guy like Miller, very effective against righties. If he's out there, you can start him. He's been swapping with Cooper Hummel. Keep an eye on those guys. If there's an injury, the other guy might step on in. Until now, I don't think they're really that viable. Braves, pretty boring, making it very easy for us. Only swap there is Alex Dickerson is hitting against righties only. He's been the right-handed DH. He's been swapping with Orlando Arcia has been the left-handed DH. I know there's been a ton of nuggets here. I absolutely love this exercise. And if you like it as well, get up in the comments. Let me know how we're doing. And I think we'll probably be bringing this to you every single Monday. Okay, let's get into Chicago Cubs right side of the track. Rafael Ortega not hitting against lefties. That was a preseason 
concern. Nick Madrigal has been playing pretty much every single day. Wilson Contreras, the same, what we expected. Jason Hayward has been playing against righties every single day. I didn't think Hayward would be getting the strong side of that platoon. Jonathan Villar, speaking of playing time, was really a conundrum. He was out the early games of the season. Maybe they were just kind of getting him into shape because he's played four of the last five games against lefties and against righties, and he's played three different positions. I think brighter things on the horizon for Jonathan Villar. Let's get into the Reds. Have been playing pretty much the same guys every single day. Aquino now is even getting looks against righties and against lefties. Uh, I've never been a fan. I think he's going to face plant Brandon Drury. Same thing. Last three games he started at second base, both righties and lefties. Into Colorado we go. I've been a bit surprised by the Rockies. A bit better than I thought they'd be. You're getting the same lineup pretty much every single day. They've been rotating. Brian has been moving from left field to the DH. And Cron has been moving around in that same rotation. Same for Connor Joe. So the Rockies kind of have that Yankees thing going on. Everybody moving. Dodgers pretty much the most boring to analyze from a lineup perspective. Getting the same guys every single day. Which is fine for me. I'm in a bit of a hurry. Let's get over to the Marlins. Um, Garrett Cooper was playing every single day. You got to keep an eye on him. I know he's a little bit banged up. If not, it would be Aguilar, who has also played against both lefties and righties. Other than that, I'm not really much to keep an eye on. Maybe outside of Jazz Chisholm having a chance to kind of hit his way back up into the middle of the lineup. I think he hit sixth the other day. He might be a little too good to hit ninth. Milwaukee Brewers, what you see, what you get. Rowdy Telez is on the strong side of the first base platoon. That's probably the big mention here, which is fine. You might face three or four righties in a row and Telez is viable, but doesn't look like he's going to see many southpaws. Keston Hiura is on the other side of that. Sadly, a player I really like late in drafts that I think he's a fantasy drop. New York Mets, we knew there'd be a ton of movement going on. The big surprise here, Janikowski's playing center every single day, not really fantasy viable, but Man, the Mets are really tough to kind of get a finger on. Dominic Smith is getting rotated in. J.D. Davis playing really sporadically at the DH. A lot of those Mets bats, not really fantasy guys for me. Over to Philadelphia, really the same guys every single day. The main thing there has really been in the infield, the defense being so bad. Philly's not really having a spot for Bohm. He's just not playing, even though he's hitting. Stott is playing, even though he's not hitting. D.D. Gregorius playing every single day. We weren't sure about that. Let's get over to Pittsburgh. Uh, Man, in Pittsburgh, I've liked this Pittsburgh lineup. They've really overperformed, and they have a bit of that rotation going on as well, right? Cole Tucker has been moving around between second and short and right field. The Pirates like to do that kind of moving around. Yoshi Susugo is moving from first to DH, but he's playing every day, righties and lefties. If Susugo is out in your league, maybe even in a shallow league, I really think he might be viable player. I know I've gotten some pushback on him, but I really do think that there's a chance. Other than that, it's really a, a p- platoon thing. I had mentioned a rotation. It's Chavis and Marisnik and Diego Castillo are facing lefties. right? So you want to be careful with the Pirates. And the other side, it's like Hoy Park and Roberto Perez. So got to be careful with the Pirates. They're pretty much pretty heavy outside of the few guys I mentioned at the top. San Diego Padres pretty much throwing the same guys at you every single day. Hassan Kim, who I thought would be getting a lot more run early on in the season, really has not. Playing shortstop, batting ninth when he is, but it's really been too sporadic to do any of that. Same for Jorge Alfaro, which we expected, though. I did circle him for Jock Market today. If he's in the lineup, I really think he's viable. Luke Voigt, permanent DH which, I mean, listen, if you're going to have anybody in there, why not have a guy with no neck? Over to the Giants. 
really funny here. You see these like very distinct hitter columns here for the audio only listeners where, you know, the Giants are known to platoon. So on days where there are righties, Yaz, Belt, Ruff, Peterson, Crawford, Flores, Estrada, and Duggar play. Bart, Williams, Dubon, Slater, and Casale don't. And you could flip that. When there are lefties, they have a totally different lineup. Part of what makes the Giants so interesting. Also part of what makes them so difficult to roster. In fantasy, St. Louis has been pretty steady. Dickerson getting the DH work as the righty. Pujols to DH as the lefty. Not really into either of them too much. Washington Nationals last but not least, again, pretty solid what you see, what you get. Yadiel Hernandez has been getting the strong side platoon in left field. That's probably the big thing to circle. Victor Robles been getting worked in and out, though. The pattern has been weird. He's played two days in a row, had a day off. Two days in a row, then two days off, then two days in a row. And they're against lefties and against righties. Robles' usage pattern has been a little difficult. So that's the fantasy blitz right there. We're getting up against the 20-minute mark, so I am going to have to get out of here. excuse me, I'm sorry about that, in a second, but we are going to do the betting board really quick, as always, I mean, we do everything really quick, as always, how to get to it, because there are a couple of dogs that I really, really like, and we've been very good with closing line value, something that a follower pointed out the other day, the picks that I've laid out on this show, the prices have moved, like, drastically in our favor, so I think particularly in for underdogs, let's try and jump on those people because in, in we're going to get to one or two of them where, again, I don't want to just give you names. I want to show you how we're going to apply this stuff. I like to bet F5s, and if we bet an underdog, that's F5. We're looking for the half-run spread, that plus half-run, so we can cash on a tie. But if the initial line, the money line, is close to even, it can flip. And if our underdog becomes a favorite, even a slight favorite, we could lose the ability to get that half run. So sometimes timing is really critical. I mean, timing is always really critical, although some people subscribe to CLV a bit more than I do. That's a different story for another day. Let's get into the board. Cleveland Guardians are minus 115 against the White Sox. The White Sox are always going to be a favorite because of good team bias. They lose games. Cleveland is hot. I think the Guardians have a distinct Pitching edge in this one, give me Tristan McKenzie, F5, absolutely, at minus 115. Uh, man, I almost got something every single game. Uh, this one's going to sound crazy. I, I love Josiah Gray, and I actually like the Nationals, but he should not be a minus 140 favorite to Bumgarner, who's been sharp, and the Diamondbacks, who've been playing teams tough. The Diamondbacks are a perfect example of a plus half-run F5 team today. Next game up, the must-watch. I'm not betting it. Cobb versus Ty Lord. McGill, going to be awesome. I don't think... I love McGill as much as the next guy. I think Cobb should be the favorite in this one early on. If I had a lean, it would be with that one. But I got a real dog for you. The Pirates beat the Brewers outright today. That's a plus 150. You got to smash that. I'm even going to get a piece of the plus half run as well. But I think the Pirates win it outright at plus 150. Another dog for you. I think the Angels win it outright today against the Astros. Plus 135. Give me the Angels. Give me the plus one and a half at minus 130. Give me the plus half run for the F5. I'm loving every bit of that. I don't bet on games and cores. Either bet the over or don't bet it all. Don't be ridiculous. I do like Manaya and the Padres against the Reds. I mentioned the Padres bats, but minus 170, a lot of juice for Manaya, who I do really like, but I don't think I'm going to get there. Same to be said for Frankie Montas, hard to back the Oakland offense and a minus 190 line. Maybe the two of those make for a good pair and an even money play. Look for a Padres plus Oakland money line parlay. I think I really like that one. So they give you a little bit of everything. You get some dogs, you get some plays, 
If you've noticed, I've been fading overs. Totals are so very wonky. There's a reason the odds are at minus 110 every single day. The book doesn't have an edge. They only make their money on volume. They get both sides to pay the VIG, and then they don't care where it winds up. They're just going to move the fulcrum, right? Move the line, move the price as the money comes in to keep it level, right? Because that's the function of a book. Don't, don't be one of those people who think Vegas predicts things. Oh, Vegas knew. Vegas knows absolutely nothing. Vegas doesn't know anything. They don't pretend to know anything. I'm not battling Vegas here. They don't, they don't pretend to know anything. Las Vegas is a lever, okay? This is a really important lesson. Las Vegas is a lever. They place the fulcrum, right? That's the triangle under the seesaw. Where they believe money will be even, not how they think the outcome will land. That just works hand in hand with the price. As soon as money starts coming in, they move the fulcrum immediately. They move the line, they move the price. They don't pretend to know anything. In fact, I believe if you spoke to experienced bookmakers, they'd probably be telling you closer to the opposite. They don't know anything. They let the money dictate the outcome. So there you go. We did about 25 and a half lessons there today. Jock market roundup. We got stacks. We went through the entire fantasy landscape as far as lefty-righty splits and bets underdogs outright winners come on man there isn't anything else like this and i absolutely love it big up to patty mayo the man of the hour just giving me the ability to share my work with you and if you'd like to see the rest of it you follow me on twitter mlb moving averages i also have a patreon page up but don't freak out it is 100 free it is purely to host and man if you're into tools if you're into betting and you haven't checked this out you're missing out you gotta check it out man check out the mlb moving averages twitter handle for the link or mlb moving averages on patreon.com Every single day, you get a starting pitcher matrix. Then I run it in a matchup view as well. I run the MLB MA algorithm. I put out picks with a small breakdown, a write-up for every single game, plus a strategic you know, amount where I don't just tell you what to bet. I'm showing you how I bet it, why I bet it, how to do everything else. Plus, we're doing starting pitcher ranks for daily. I do implied team totals. That's a stack tool plus a home run tracker and your jock market calls. Holy cow! Hachi Machi Liberaccio. The big dude is on fire coming at you 115 off the crack of the bat. And we're going to keep the energy up through the spring, through the summer. And when the weather's getting cold, we're going to be running hot. Man, I absolutely love doing this. Get up in the comments. Let me know how we're doing. Download the jock market app the promo code is mmn if it's free it's for me hit me up any time of day any day of the week i got you i got you the cork stats crew all right everybody let's get out of here time is a little too precious to spend too much of it with me remember when you work this hard man it feels a lot less like luck don't it man i'll catch you on the flip side everybody peace